I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. I really like to thank the staff. I thought that uh, since the end of the season and all the things that we have been going on, have been going on, we've operated, uh, you know, two coaches short on the recruiting trail. Those guys had to double up their efforts, and I thought they did a fantastic job for us. There's no doubt about it. Uh, we really like the way the class finished, and uh, we'll see where we're going to go from here. I, was, I got to work this morning. Uh, started in my office, walked down the offices, went up the back stairs and went through all the uh, coaches' offices, some of the coaches in their rooms, some of the coaches not in their rooms, went down the steps, shot through the locker room, caught the guys that had been working out early in the morning, some clothed, some not clothed, went through that to the locker room, caught all the guys in the locker room who were just coming out of the weight room. I did skip the training room, went into the weight room, and then reversed back out and got into the cafeteria. And I'm excited that recruiting is over and I can get back with the La Familia, the Ohana, this family that really, really matters, okay, who's changed their bodies. You know, they're not, they're not little guys. They're big guys. And uh, we're going to need a lot of those cats if we're going to compete in the ACC Atlantic. So this was an exciting day. Uh, my hair is starting to stand up right now. If you don't believe me, you can come take a picture of it, send it on the Internet. And I can't wait to get started with this staff, okay, that we've chosen to lead the young men that we have. Welcome to the Q's Militia Podcast with those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. What's up, Q's Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. If you like it, as always, please share it. The universal handle for the socials is at Cuse Militia. Go there, join the militia. We are the only Syracuse sports podcast centered around giving you, the fans, a voice. Welcome. Happy Thursday. And we are back. Um, a day later than we were expected to, but Wake Forest had a game last night. We kind of wanted to just give you fresh stats and whatnot, plus uh, watch the game. I don't know if I watched a full Wake Forest game yet this season, so watch them uh, play Louisville. Played them pretty good for, for most of the game. We'll get into um, the pregame for yes. Syracuse as Wake Forest will make the trip north to play Syracuse Saturday in primetime at 8 o'clock. Also, real quick, we're going to talk about some of the, the football news that recently came out. We had... Yeah, yesterday was National Signing Day, Sean. Yes, and it was so exciting. I could have to contain myself. You can come take a, a picture. I got goosebumps and can put it on the internet. You know, early signing days kind of taking the you know, the fun out of this date, but 
for bigger school. I mean, there are guys that wait this long. So we've had uh, more um, action in that period in the past. It's just this year was definitely a little slow. It was a little slow. Why is that? Just mm. is it the lack of coaches? Is it the was it just was just sometimes it happens it's cyclical? What? Nah, I mean, just sometimes you have less guys that that uh, commit on the early signing period, so you're fighting to kind of keep them there. And so sometimes when that happens, then you I mean, if we had five or six guys that waited and didn't sign early, but then they still ended up coming to Syracuse, then we would have had ten more guys, and it looked a lot more you know positive. So I just think a lot of it had to do with the majority of our guys signed on early signing day well the plan was to split these two things up but joe um he didn't want to do it last night he didn't want to do he didn't want to talk about football last night which shocked me i was like i was taken aback by it i could not believe it but uh we decided to cram it all in today so (laughs) that's what we're gonna do and we are gonna cram it all in today but before we do so attention past present and future my bookie players look if you know what sportsbook betting is all about, uh, I recommend you head over to my bookie. If you don't know what it's all about, then um, you know you can you could ask around, you could do your own research, or uh, you could uh, use my bookie's patient customer service. They can uh, walk you through anything. They can walk you through the process. They can answer any of the questions you have. And right now, they're still running the um, dollar for dollar match deal. So it doesn't matter whether you're an experienced player or a first-time customer, my bookie welcomes all that come to play. So quit waiting around and sign up today. How do you do so? You go to mybookie.ag, and when you make your first deposit, use the promo code CHAIR, that's C-H-A-I-R, CHAIR, and my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar to jumpstart that bankroll. So just log on to mybookie.ag, make your first deposit using the promo code CHAIR, and my bookie will match you 100%, up to 1000 bucks. After that, you're on your own. Uh, mybookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid. Thank you, my bookie. All right. So, um, so Syracuse. They uh, looks like they will hire Arizona State's Tony White as new defensive coordinator. And you know we had the uh, the deal with the last coach. If you listen to coach's press conference on National Signing Day, um, you know that. Uh, he didn't want to comment on it. He's not. A, right. He's not part of our. He's not part of the orange. So he left it at that, which is probably the best thing to do. White comes uh, from Arizona State. He was defensive coordinator under Herm Edwards. You may know Herm Edwards. Uh, he was a big name in the NFL for a bit. Um, yeah. So um, <clears throat> he was coaching defensive backs, and he was moved up. Um, to defensive coordinator. And before that, he was a member of Rocky Long staff at San Diego State. So, uh, and New Mexico before that. So, uh, and he brings the 3-3-5 defense. Uh, He also was named um, the Scout.com Mountain West Recruiter of the Year um, for cornerbacks, um, according to... Two times, right? Yeah, two times, yep. So, um, you know, that's something to hang your head on. He's a good recruiter. He's bringing this three three five defense. Joe, what's the yeah, three three five? Obviously, all about. Obviously, uh, what? well, again, a lot of when it comes to what you want to, you know, Babers came in was wanted to run the four two five because he knew that uh, I think they're they're just good at recruiting those defensive backs, the power five, 
you know, top level guys. I think that we have that's one of our strongest points and has been as far as recruiting since he's been here. But uh, a lot of it has to do with who else you can recruit. And one of the areas that we've had a difficulty recruiting, I feel, is the defensive line. I know that we had some guys that were from the Schaefer era still, and, and they ended up being pretty good and, uh, and stuff like that. But um, we've been able to, to really, I think, we, this past last year's uh, class, I think we got really good athletic uh, linebackers, and we've been able to get a lot of these these tweener guys where they're not really defensive ends, but they're not really linebackers and uh, their skills kind of bounce back and forth. But we've been really, really good at um, getting talented defensive backs. So I think the three, three, five, what that really does is it just gives you a little bit more flexibility based upon your personnel and based upon, I think where you're really successful at, at recruiting. Uh, you look at having McKinley Williams, Josh Black and, and Kingsley Jonathan coming back. They're all going to be seniors. Um, that's a solid three to, to kind of hang your head on. But after that, we really don't know if we got that next guy in line that can kind of pass rush and still hold up on the, the run. Um, so what a three three five does is allows you to get pretty much your best athletic you know, uh, players out there. Um, and it's also because a lot of times now you get more of that spread, kind of throw it around. And just, a lot of times football is a little bit more pass heavy now. You do get those those run first teams. But for the most part, it's, you know, speed, spread, throw it around and um being able to get your speed and your most athletic guys out there uh, helps with that. And um, it just gives you a chance to be a little bit more exotic when it comes to whether or not you're where you're going to blitz, where it's going to come from. You know, you got that nickel back in there. Uh, you got three linebackers. So a lot of times a linebacker will step, step up somewhere on that line to make it look like a four two anyway. Um, so it gives you a lot of versatility and, and, and it confuses teams as well. Um, now, where it can hurt you is <laughs> if you are playing those run heavy teams and, and you don't really make your adjustments. But again, it's, it's a newer kind of format as far as defense. And I think that uh, the biggest reason why is probably our personnel. Okay. Well, it's versatile, right? I mean, it can be, yeah. 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 Well, Cause you got like the Tyrell Richards and the Juan Wallace, just a couple of those guys who have played linebacker, but also came in on the defensive end too. So, I mean, you have that versatility where, again, the three-three-five. that's only what it says. Okay, three down linemen. But a lot of those times in those situations, just like a 3-4 in the NFL, one of those outside linebackers ends up coming in Russian. up on the line and makes it, you know, ends up making it look like a four-man rush anyway. And right. it changes what you can do because he's, you know, just in the two formations standing up and they can, they can do different stunts and different blitzes from that package. So, and, you know, we have, we have like the speed and the size, um, in a, the second level as well. You know, we got some guys that are sure tacklers uh, with Cisco and Tro Williams. I think that our linebackers, Mikel Williams, uh, maybe Canton Arku or Pogba coming in, Juan Wallace. So those guys are all really athletic and they're kind of sure tacklers. So that helps as well when you do the three, three, five, um, because you do need, if you're going to play five secondary guys, you know, they're going to have to have both being able to, you know, cover the, the receivers and um, also come up and, you know, make the tackle against the run. So, I just think that it goes towards our strengths. And then to get a guy that is this good a recruiter. Yeah, very, yeah, good, that good of a recruiter. And also, like, you know, I don't know. Look, I don't know the guy, but this is what he does. This is what he does. He teaches this defense. This is, it's, well, it's, they're it's, saying he's an up-and-coming yeah. defensive coordinator, and there's even rumors that this was Baber's first uh, first choice anyway. So. Oh, really? Okay. Well, that's like I said, just rumors. I'm not face, claiming anything. Uh, right, 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 right. And and by the way, nothing's been totally confirmed yet, right? 
with this coach. Uh, like we haven't had. I mean, right? No, well, you said I that mean, he was on another podcast, well, he was right? On, so. Yes, yes, uh, Dominic. Uh, yeah. I didn't have time to listen to it, Dominic, but he was on the Syracuse Sports Podcast. That's the Syracuse.com with Stephen Bailey. I have not listened to it yet. So, yeah. um, but <clears throat> And this so, all could have had something to do with it too, right? Because we're going around looking for coaches, still trying to fill our staff. We were down a couple of recruiters. So um, a lot of times when your coaching staff is in that type of position, then it's really hard to kind of flip a guy. Yeah, so we had four new uh, signees. We and if you want to go through the early signees that we already did, you can go back and find that. And if I was a really good host, I would have already had done that. But I'm just now thinking about <laughs> it as I'm thinking we've got four more and we're adding them to the list we already have. So my apologies, I don't have it. Just <laughs> it was towards the beginning of basketball season. I can tell you that, yeah. right, Joe? Is that fair to say? Okay. It was after early signing period, yeah. So. Well, right, like almost exactly right after. It was in December. Okay, okay, all right, good enough. All right, look, um, let's see. Let's start with five foot eleven, hundred and eighty pound Chase Atkinson. He's a cornerback. Um, he is these. All, by the way, all of this information I'm giving you comes from two four seven Cuse Nation. I believe Mike McAllister put most of this together, if not all of it. So, um, anyways, that's where it all comes from. The link is still up there. Obviously, you can check it out. Uh, two four seven sports composite rating. He's three stars. Uh, the c- composite rating for position: uh, safety, cornerback, uh, number one hundred and forty-two. He's physical. He's he's very physical. He loves to tackle and stick his nose in it. So uh, that's according to Jason Sedell, Blythewood head coach of his his um, high school. Now, Blythewood, who did we have that goes there? Someone else went there. Was it Robert Braswell? Yeah, could be. Yeah, could be. I don't know. I'll, I'll look it up. You go ahead. I'll look it up. No, this was a guy. He not necessarily. I don't think he was new. I think uh, – I don't know exactly what the issue was um, in the early signing period, but I think it was something to do with, you know, academics and just making sure that he was going to be able to qualify. But I think he knew he was coming to Syracuse the whole time. Uh, and I remember watching his tape back during early signing period because I thought that we were going to be signing him. Uh, and I just remember him, again, kind of going off of what the, the coach said. Is he, he was a guy that I noticed that obviously 5'11", 180, not the biggest guy on the field, but he definitely uh, – laid down some some big hits and he was he was a ball hawk like he was trying to you could see he was when he was tackling he was putting the helmet on the ball and he definitely um forced some turnovers and and, and did stuff like that so um looks like a good addition but again you know true freshman and the way that our uh secondary is lined up already uh probably not gonna see the field this year but again new addition good addition to be able to you know redshirt get his we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring The best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Body right and learn the system. Um, by the way, yes, Robert Braswell. So, yeah, um, they should work really good together on the field together since they know each other already. Um, no, yeah, different, <laughs> different sports. Okay. Uh, which was which pointless of me bringing it up, but I, I thought I remembered that anyway, or I read it. Um, so, all right, who do we got next? Six foot five, 215 pound quarterback. Uh, he had other offers from Boise State. He, um, it is uh, Dylan Markowitz, who seems to be a, a big – his stock's pretty high, I guess. So his sports composite ranking for his uh, quarterback is 70, uh, pro-style quarterback. And um, 
Let's see. I thought they had some stats. Yeah, senior stats in high school, 224 for 313, 72%, 4,187 yards, 45 TDs, six interceptions, and seven rushing TDs. That's crazy. So um, he's not a dual threat, but he shows enough mobility uh, for a big body pocket QB to evade the pass rush and extend plays. When he does so, he's able to find receivers downfield with accuracy. That's according to Gabe Brooks, national recruiting analyst. Um, Now, this is one of technically three quarterbacks, but um, seems like the cream of the crop. Yeah, that's it's definitely one of those guys that you wonder about because you do see the Boise State offer there. And when you see his stats and he played seven, eight Texas ball, um, I do. um, I did read something, though, that he um, this is like his first year that he's actually been able to come in and like start a full season. I do believe it was there was a situation when he was a sophomore where the starter got hurt and he went in and he played pretty good as a sophomore. But then I think last year they said he had to share time with a senior athlete that was out there playing quarterback as well. So um, he had a full year and maybe that's why it took a little while for him to, you know, maybe that's why he's his stock isn't higher. You know, if he had done this for three years and who knows, but uh, again, I like his height and I like the way that he play. I watched his tape, like the way that he played. So Again, uh, I think it's a pretty decent pickup, especially considering this late in the cycle and trying to get a quarterback. Obviously, we didn't get our first, second, or third option, but not a bad, not a bad little get this late in the game. No, no, I wouldn't say so. Number seventy, so and, it, and for his position, it's pretty good. So I don't know if they break it down to quarterback. His says number seventy pro style quarterback. I don't know. Yeah, they have dual threat. They have oh, okay. yeah. So All right. okay, mm-hmm. all right. So it's a little bit lower than that if you were to just. Right. Go by the quarterback. <clears throat> um, six foot four, 200 pound uh, Jacoby and Mor- uh, Morgan. Quarterback, another quarterback, uh, three star. Uh, s- composite ranking according to 247 Sports. Num- yeah, here we go. N- number 79, pro style quarterback. Uh, according to his coach at Canton uh, High School, Calvin Bolton, he says Jacoby's got the measurables you just can't teach. 200 pounds, strong arm, uh, very smart athlete, and very knowledgeable of his position. His stats for his senior year, 183 for 296, 61.8%, 2,487 yards, 27 touchdowns, 7 interceptions, and 3 rushing TDs. Yeah, this is another guy when you read read up on his story when he when – he, uh, when he committed, you know, you heard his coach talk about, you know, good captain, good leader. You you know, we got a diamond in the rough type guy. Um, when I went and looked at his tape, you know, I like his size. I do like the way that, I mean, he is smart with the ball. You can see certain, just the natural athletic ability and you can see the strong arm. But I do think that this is uh, a guy that is going to definitely need to take some time with uh, some technique, uh, stuff like that. He does throw a decent deep ball, but I worry about, um, how long it takes him to get rid of the ball and, uh, you know, what those short timing passes are going to look like and stuff. So, again, um, like they said, like his coach said, he's got the measurables. He's got the the head for it. It's just more or less I think he needs some coaching and, and some technique for, you know, his throwing uh, motion and the way that he kind of sets up the throw. But other than that, um, he does have all the measurables. And there was definitely some impressive throws and some impressive plays uh, that I saw. All right, last well, the last one uh, scholarship player is uh, six foot, one hundred eighty-five pound Jihad Carter. This was this one came late, and everybody was pretty excited about it. So, 
Um, I'm going to roll with it, uh, I guess. So three-star sports composite rating, uh, number one for prep athlete. So that's how he's listed. Uh, according to Mike McAllister, a versatile defensive back who can play cornerback or safety and spent time at both while in high school. So um, he's he's going to be good back there. And I guess, you know, six foot, 185 pounds, like right, perfect size. So right at it. Right? Yeah. Yep. And again, I think this is just another another signing that goes towards the, you know, just makes the three through five uh, stronger. And again, I think this is really just where we can recruit really, really well. But um, this is a guy that I was I didn't honestly I didn't think we were going to get him. And I'm glad that uh, glad that we did. He ended up reclassifying, going to prep school. But um, I think it had something to do with grades, but it was basically last year where he, I mean, he was committed to, to going to Virginia Tech. I mean, he had offers from Michigan, South Carolina, Florida, NC State. Florida Atlantic, I guess. Yeah. So Texas he Tech. Um, he went to prep school, and I think he was, like, with the number two prep overall. And so, again, I mean, the coach just had nothing but good things to say about, you know, just his leadership and his just how smart he was. They basically said that he coached the de- defensive backs on the field this year. So and you hear stuff like that, and then you know that he's kind of got and I, that extra year um, so he's probably going to come in a little bit more physically developed and prepared than most true freshmen. So, um, this was a good grab, especially again, like I said, this late in the game. So, yeah, it's pretty awesome. So, I mean, some good gets, you know, I get, you know, we're, we're kind of wondering what the backup quarterback situation is going to be. And I guess we still don't really know, but it's nice to have a few options back there. Right. So, yeah. Uh, well, before this, I mean, what do we have? Rex Culpepper. Rex Culpepper, and that was pretty much it, right? And then David Summers. Oh, Summers. That's right. That's right. Yep. Yeah. 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 Yep. So, so, I mean, and he obviously, I know that he was, I think, split signed or committed to, to Maryland before he turned and, and came with us, but uh, he didn't really look physically ready last year on the sideline and, and in the spring game. And, um, and so, I mean, yeah, that was going into this. I mean, yeah maybe nervous for sure. So now, you know, knowing that we have some options, I mean, it's the options, right? So when you look at, when you look at, um, this Dylan Markowitz, who's he's, I mean, six, five, two fifteen. I mean, it's a pretty big boy. So, you know, he's, and he's still got time to grow. So yeah. and, and, well, sometimes and get in the weight room and all that. And right. I and mean, you want to usually get a quarterback every time. And some people, you know, they have their list of quarterbacks and stuff, but then you get down, to late in the game and sometimes you, know, you got those scholarships to give maybe you don't see any other places where you can do something because i mean obviously the chances of what two quarterbacks coming in the same class and, and them both staying right is probably slim to none exactly. right so this is them yeah. throwing you know looking at some tape tryouts, taking, the new, taking the new off yeah taking the new offensive coordinator and and trying to maybe get a d- different type of you know as you can see they're both what six five taller guys um and uh bring them in and see if you can find it, that diamond in the rough or if one sticks, you know? Yeah. So anyway, and they both look like they're like, well, they both look their age, both look like 17, 18 years old. So anyway, yeah. um, all right. Well, yeah. we had a, we had to walk on too, right? Joe, uh, that many of you may not have heard of, uh, Luke McPhail. Um, I guess uh, I don't have really anything on him. There wasn't a ton. Two star. No. You know, it was a two star. He doesn't have really any composite ratings or anything like that. So obviously it's kind of a, you know, two star walk on. So anyway. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I found out about this guy. I was talking to my buddy Sabo. I don't know if I said quarterback. 
quarterback. Quarterback, yeah. I was talking to my buddy Sabo last night, and he was, and he said that he watched all the guys' tapes, and he said that he thought Luke McPhail's tape was more impressive than all three of the quarterbacks. So, but again, you have to look at highlight. Certain, it's a highlight tape. Well, not only a highlight tape, but I think I, I look at the the overall um, competition you're playing, right? I mean, obviously, Dylan Markowitz is playing in the the best competition playing down in Texas seven, a ball, right. And Jacoby and um, Morgan don't really know, you know, how competitive you know, his league was down in Mississippi. Um, and then you got the guy, Luke McPhail who plays in Massachusetts. So uh, again, though, I was on the phone with my buddy Sabo and he was just raving about the plays over. I got to get him to send me that, that highlight tape, but he said, he's got a strong arm. He's six, four, he can move around in the pocket. So, Again, a two-star that probably wanted to get a Division One scholarship and didn't, so took the preferred walk-on. So, again, this is just another shot at maybe some guy coming in with a chip on his shoulder. And I mean, everyone, you got to look at it. Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, he walked in and walked on to Texas Tech and took the starting job and then went and transferred to Oklahoma and walked on because they didn't want to offer him a scholarship. So uh, some guys, they just get overlooked and they come in with a chip on their shoulder and you just never know. Yeah, well, there ain't nothing wrong with a chip on your shoulder. That's for damn sure. I'll take, well, and I'll take so, those yeah, guys all day. Yeah, <laughs> and something tells me that all three of these guys probably thought they should have got better looks than what they did. So, Yeah, not not really highly recruited guys except for except for um, Markowitz, who was the Boise – he had an offer from Boise State. So, right. but, but, you know, I, I say that, but the, the, the cornerback, uh, Jihad Carter, he had some good ones. Virginia Tech, probably Michigan. Uh, well, yeah, but that was last year. Yeah, yeah, I know. But um, anyway, with that said, so that's it. We're all caught up on on football for now, Joe. Yeah, I just I think, lo- dude, it's it's interesting with those quarterbacks, man, because going over the depth, like after Tommy DeVito, for any one of those three that are oh, coming in, we needed something. We were I mean, right. We talked about but it's, grad. It's transfer, open competition maybe? for oh, backup. Oh, man. absolutely, you got five of them it's, back there. Yeah, open <laughs> yeah. competition. I yeah. don't care how long you've been here. Whoever yeah. plays better. Whoever and they got a new offensive exactly. coordinator and a new that's going to be the the quarterback coach too. So and what are we not going to do this year, though, Joe? What are we not going to do this year? What are we not going to do this year? Sounds um, sounds exciting. It's exciting. There's nothing wrong with but, being excited. What we're not going to do though, we could be excited. We, we could be excited all we want, but we're not going to set expectations. That's one thing we're not going to do. New a lot of new coaches. You know, I don't know. I don't know how well. Uh, a lot, a couple of them coming on a little bit late, you know. Um, well, not well. A little everyone's bit. gonna, everyone's yeah. gonna set their own expectations. Yeah, it's just well, what, I, what I, you know. There's low expectations and high expectations. I got medium expectations. How about that? So, well, anyway, All I'm right. sure we'll talk about it in the future. Yeah, for now, football in the rearview mirror, but um, it's exciting. I can't, I can't wait to. Uh, to get some more information, see some more stuff from these guys. It's always fun, but we got a ways to go with that. We still got all summer. Yep. So that's that. All right. Wake Forest will head north to Syracuse, as I mentioned earlier. This Saturday, 8 o'clock, to face the Orange in the Dome. Syracuse and Wake Forest have only faced off one time prior to Syracuse joining the ACC. The Orange took that game 74-76. to The all-time series between the two teams 
sits at eight and one in favor of Syracuse. Uh, Wake Forest is led by six foot, 195 pound senior guard Brandon Childress, and he leads the Demon Deacons in scoring with 13.5 points a game, 4.7 assists a game, and steals with 1.3. And he's a threat. He can shoot over you, no problem. Um, and he, he did it last night against Louisville. So seven foot, 255 pound junior center Olivier Saar follows up Childress in points with 13 and leads the team in rebounds with 9.4 game at seven foot you'd imagine that his field goal percentage would probably lead the team and it does with 50 uh, now 50 uh, playing around the rim the way he does may be a little bit mediocre I don't know but we'll see I guess as a team Wake shoots 42.4% from the field 74.6% from the line and 34.1% from three uh, Wake is after their game last night against uh, Louisville, which they lost 86 to 76, they dropped from 107 in the net to 106 in the net. That makes this a quad three game at home for Syracuse. When we talk about games that you can't lose, this is one of them. So, Joe, when I was watching that game last night, and I know you were against uh, Louisville, yeah. they they came out they were on fire for about three quarters of that game. They did they actually played really really well. And in Louisville, you know, a team like that, defense like that, is going to chip away and make things difficult. And they did, and they came back and they won that game. But it was at Louisville, and Childress is dynamite. I mean, uh, he was only two for nine from three, but uh, he did he was he did a great job, and so did White. Yeah, five Andrew for, and White. Yeah, five five for nine from three, and six for six or twelve from the floor. He led them with seventeen points. So and Sar uh, was uh, sixteen points. Um, yeah, they made me a little nervous watching them a little bit, but I don't know, Joe. I don't know. I I don't think it's a terrible matchup. Sar makes me a he makes me a little nervous, but yeah, well they he's two hundred fifty five pounds. He's seven foot tall. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's a big guy, and I don't think that he's necessarily as skilled as some of the other big, big guys we played. Obviously, Kerry, he's not, but uh, this is a team that's going to come out and they're going to play hard. I mean, like you, like you talk about Tory Johnson, Andrian White, uh, Brandon Childress, all um, starting guards, all senior guards. Olivier Sar, he's a four, uh, uh, sorry, he's um, <clears throat> a junior four or center. And then I know we they start um, Oguama who's only a sophomore, but he's a 6'9 sophomore. So, again, there's a little bit more height out there as well on the wing. Um, not a huge score, but uh, they also bring in uh, Chande Brown, who gets a bunch of minutes off the bench um, as the other guard, and he's a junior as well. So uh, they are, you know, an experienced team, although they're not <laughs> – they haven't been the most successful team throughout the they, years. They, they sit at the bottom of the ACC, too, this year. Right, so right. They're just and again, they they have showed sparks in, in certain instances where they can score, but it's usually only like the certain people. Uh, every once in a while, you'll get a white or a, you know a Masood that's on the bench, uh, another freshman uh, that can make some shots, hit some threes, get hot. But I mean, it's mostly Sar and Childress you really got to worry about. Um, again, they got some some guys that can obviously hit open threes, but. Uh, their problem really is defense. Like you said, they were up 12 at half yesterday at Louisville and they lose by 10. They shot 42%, 45%, something like that from the field. But I mean, Louisville shot 48% and 50%. And then Louisville went 14 to 28 from the three point line. Uh, according to Ken Palm, Wake Forest, their adjusted defense, they're 149th. So 
that's really where their their issue is is they're really not a great um, defensive team and that's really where we got to take advantage if they're going to start those three guards then we're going to have uh our height advantages with buddy and elijah hughes and so i'd imagine that sean day brown and maybe some of these other taller freshmen uh masood this other uh sophomore freshman uh i think it's musius uh he's not too bad either i wouldn't i wouldn't doubt that they go a little bit uh a little bit taller against us instead of those those guards but um they got different lineups they can throw at us and again everything that they're doing now is pretty much hail mary you know i mean they're a tough experienced team that is pretty much sick of losing and you got guys like brandon childress who as you can see as the year goes on and on throughout his senior year he just wants to win and they play harder and harder every game so but we'll be the fresher team <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, you know, we've we've talked about that, whether or not that is a, you know, a big advantage or not. Like I said, though, at the beginning, I really do feel like it is for um, for Syracuse this time around, for sure, because of just the guys that were getting bumped around and stuff like that. And I think, you know, them not having to travel, that's going to really help. And, you know, being at home again, obviously. And we'll see what kind of crowd we can get, too. I'm hoping, you know, we can get a good crowd in there. And this is going to be a must win. And we're going on a little bit of a road trip of our own. Going to play um, Florida State and Louisville. So, yeah. so those aren't going to be easy games. Those are our only last ranked opponents of, of the season during the regular during the regular schedule, so you know well, we you, talked you, about we, them too, right? Yeah, we, we talked. Yes, we did, and you got to you got to get one of those. You got to. I feel like you really have to get one of those if you're just going to go through and win the games you should win, and 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 you know lose the ones that maybe you're expected to lose as an underdog. That's not going to get it done. Come trying to, to you know impress anybody. No, yeah, uh, getting in the tournament, it's not going to happen. So, no. and I would just like no, to point out um, what. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, and this is a quad three. This would be our first quad three loss, too, right? So oh, it would be, we talked yeah. about we've talked about you know how we maybe not have beaten a really good opponent. You know, we don't have a really a signature win, so to speak, but we don't have a bad loss either. Right, but the best team we've beaten so far this year is is Virginia Tech, and Virginia Tech sits lower than us in the ACC currently. So, right, but they, they, I mean, net rankings. I, I know, I know, net rankings. And I'm down, like, with what James said, like, I'm all about the net rankings. That tells the tale for me. I love the Ken Palm numbers, but I'm, I'm, I, the net rankings tell me the tale too. But the Ken Palm numbers are essential. Yeah, but conference rank, conference standings don't always tell the whole story. Oh, about oh, oh, yeah, no, I get who's going to make no, the tournament. I understand you know, that, like but, the whole spectrum, right? But right, no, absolutely. But as our best win, they only sit above UNC, uh, Miami, and Wake Forest in the ACC. I'm just saying, uh, Virginia Tech's five and seven in the ACC, and Wake Forest three and nine. Now we're we're sitting at six and five, which isn't exactly uh, lighting anything up, but it's not horrible. And you got Louisville and Florida State who are first and third in the ACC, and you got a shot to boost your stock a little bit. Not only that, but, you know, we, we are we are playing still for, you know, a two-game bye, right? I mean, we're still in, slotted for that. So, I mean, you kind of want to sit there come ACC tournament time just for as far as the NCAA tournament goes with the ACC tournament aside. you got to take one of those two. But before you look ahead to that, 
Don't let this become a trap game on 8 o'clock at Saturday night. Looking ahead to those teams playing a team like Wake Forest because Wake Forest is not terrible. They're not an awful no. team. No. So no, I mean, it's, that's for, what we talked about. The middle all the way to like there's not a huge gap between the no, worst team in not. the league and, right. you know, the fifth or sixth. So you don't come out and play, then you might lose. So and the, like, so the reason I brought to. that whole buy, seller whole thing up was that I know that I said that we didn't need to win both of those. But we turn around and lose both of these next home games. Then that answer might change. So, again, we need to stay the course the way that ACC has kind of been with us. Uh, it was a little weird in the beginning when we had those close losses and having to start the year with Virginia, but then coming back and getting the redemption, uh, going on the road and beating them. I think that we kind of cleared that. Obviously, Clemson on the road was a tough loss, but uh, we need yeah, to get these next two wins before we, we go on the road against these guys because, um, yeah, it's going to be that, – that'll at least average us out a little bit. We can get to 15-9. and nine. doesn't look that bad. Um, not as bad as, you know – yeah, well, I mean, you got 13 NC, and 11 NC, and having to beat N- them on the road. Yeah, NC State's no slouch. So, you know, nope. they're right there. But we'll talk about NC State later. But, um, yeah, so anyways, I think, you know, I think Syracuse will, will outlast Wake Forest, I would like to think. so. But you never know. Being at home, I feel good about it. But um, well, Like you said, the crowd's got to be there. The they got to be involved. Be yeah, it's a Saturday night. I think, I, I think uh, our, our crew will show up. On a Saturday night, I think they'll be there. So they think the students will be there. Students were fantastic uh, against Duke, which you know it's a big game. So, but it, with that aside, who cares? They're great. So um, that's it. Anything else to add for Wake Joe? Nope. Just uh, Saturday's gonna be a long day. Wait until eight o'clock. I know it's always like that, but basketball starts at noon, Joe starts at noon you can start watching basketball at noon no one says you can't watch other games and drink a couple uh, beers you know that yeah, makes it you know makes it an even longer day yeah yeah <laughs> and then eight o'clock comes feels like 12 o'clock <laughs> okay, yeah so. i know right i'll go run so, some errands and clean my car or something you'll, you'll go get something to eat you'll go out to get something to eat sit at the bar by yourself drink beer eating a burger oh shut up <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing no, wrong with it, that. If if I go to the bar, I go and get a couple beers and take the food to go. Oh, you take the food to go? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's weak. I don't do that. Uh, oh, come I on, man. I got a nice I little need, spot within walking distance, and I'm going to eat. I don't need to eat all that. Well, you could take it with you once you eat some of it. I mean, no one says you got to woof it down. You can't bring it home. I'm sure they got to-go boxes. They're giving you a to-go box. That's why I just tell him to put it in a to-go box right from the beginning. <laughs> you are such. You are. So Let's not make this harder than it has to be, right? Oh my gosh! Anyways, that's classic <laughs> Joe. So, all right. Well, look, uh, we will be back here, same bat time, same, same bat channel. Bat time. Same, hey, yeah, Batman. <laughs> are you bat so, dad? Uh, no, no, I'm not, I, I'm not I, that. I'm not that um, outgoing. That's why I do. That's why I sit behind a mic and I don't put myself on videos because no one needs to see that. Sean. My mom said I got a face for radio, so I just <laughs> I just went with it. Um, all right, we're out of here. Look, thanks, my bookie. Thanks to all lying. of you for listening. Hey, and thanks for the the man. I've been getting emails and DMs and all sorts of stuff for that episode that we did with James. People loved it. 
So if I could pay James, I'd just have him on every time. And then I, you know, I could just host the show and let James and Joe go at it. But um, this dude works for he he needs to get paid, and I can't pay mm-hmm. I can't pay him uh, chump change like I paid Joe, which is exactly zero. So yep, pretty much. <laughs> shut the hell up! All right, that's, that's it. Um, so uh, we will be back here Sunday after the weight game. Go Syracuse! Thanks, my bookie. Thanks to all of you for Joe. I'm Sean. Thanks to James on guitar. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Q's Militia Podcast, the fan's voice with Sean and Joe. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Download speeds up to one gigabit per second. Cox internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply.